Hey, it's the Brian Kendra Show, and uh, we are here in our studio at the new place. You know how sometimes you accidentally swallow really loud? Like, like you don't, like you're just sitting there and then all of a sudden you realize you're like, that was really, I did that right there in the microphone. And I just want to apologize to Nathan and everyone else. Okay. Did you hear it? I'm so sorry. Man, I felt bad. As soon as I did, I'm like, I don't even know what just happened there. Yeah, it's all the, yeah. It's weird. so weird. Yeah, it, it could be the season. Today is beautiful outside. Oh, man. Oh, my it goodness. Was nice yesterday. Did you get to golf today? No. Did, but you golfed twice yesterday. Once. Oh. <laughs> Once yesterday. And we didn't even golf all nine because it sucked so bad. We oh, man, so you bad. guys really were bad. We were bad. Well, I, I really thought you got to And then the there was morning, people. So I'm sorry. It was... And we don't like to share the golf course. You don't like to share the golf course? You don't want anybody to know how bad you are. But, well, I just announced it on the radio how bad we are. <laughs> I know, but for some reason that's different yeah. because it's just us and Nathan, and Nathan already knows how bad you are. Yeah, that's true. But so, like, it's different than, like, when you're there and people see. Yeah, well, right? we don't, I don't like waiting. Don't you think? If yeah. we get there first thing in the morning when the sun think. comes up, it's not a secret. Don't do that. <laughs> but then you can get through all nine before 8, 15, 8.30. I don't think that we're very patient people. No. Probably not. Okay, because we're like, oh, go, go, go. Let's go. Okay, so um, this week has been kind of interesting. You mentioned that we're in our new office. Yep. So we've been here a little over a week. Holy cow. That's it. Uh-huh. And then you and Nathan went on a really delightful trip to Chicago to do some learning. We got learned. Do you feel learned? I learned a few things. Good. Yes. Good. Wonderful. Me now too. will I implement? <laughs> <laughs> Only time will tell. Sometimes yes. when you tell me about things you're thinking about implementing, I get nervous. I can tell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I do. It's fine. It's fine. Uh-oh. Also. It's all worked out. Okay. I think. Anyway. Um, yeah. It's been interesting. So this office is kind of chaotic. People are asking, how's mm-hmm. it going? And I'd say, um, so I've downsized a couple of times. Mm-hmm. And I like downsizing because, like, I feel like you just get rid of all the rubbish. And you're like, oh, I just have my favorite things. I'm having a hard time deciding, hard time deciding what my favorite yeah. things are. <laughs> yeah, I, I spent two hours this morning cleaning the side office, and I, when I got done, I thought, "Wow, that was two hours of." Of what? We got to get rid of some more stuff. I know, but you know my favorite part? We have these beautiful new tables in the front office. Yes. So we're going to do some fun things in the next season. Yep. Um, and invite some people into our office so that they can see yep. our new digs. And see how we're adjusting, and, and we mm-hmm. are adjusting, and this is a great space. I love this location. Yes. I'm closer to home. Closer to home, and we're closer to, well, let's see, what is it? I mean, we're right here, just walk, we can walk to Taco Mayo if we want to for lunch. That's right. I, mean, I haven't met Richard yet. Yeah, Cassie loves Taco Mayo. Yes. She's so her cute. Favorite. She's all like, just love these Taco Mayo tacos. <laughs> That's not true at all. Yeah, but then we're not close to, to Walmart, not Walmart, United. Uh-huh. I've been there like four times. Every time I go in there, I'm like, I'm like, man, I need something to eat. And I'm like, ah, healthy. So I go over there and buy junk food. Can you just go get some more of those peppers with the cream cheese and that Holy yummy smokes, seasoning on top? They were good. Go get some of those. I think those were at United. We're closer yes. there. Do that right after this. Okay. Okay. Snack good. time at the office. Anyway, office <clears throat> is going great. We're at 2411 yep. Williams Avenue, Suite 114. So this is the DMV building. That's what we keep referring to it as. Yeah. Um, we've heard all kinds of names the Old Fenimore building. Yep, Old Fenimore building. This is South Park. It's been South Park for the last little bit. Yep, Do you have years. a creative name? I have a couple in mind. But we're gonna rebrand the building, maybe. Yeah, let's yes. do it. Not yet, yeah, not yes. us. But no, <laughs> let's just stay advanced for <laughs> yeah, a bit. <laughs> please. I think we earned it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but we're right across from the fire department. Yep. So yeah. you know, hey, but we're in a solid concrete building, so they probably will never get well, to put a fire out here. Somebody asked me if it'd been really loud. 
And I was like, I haven't heard a single. Nah. I heard way more sirens when we were over at the other uh, office. Yes. So actually, it's been really nice and quiet here. You can't even hear road noise here. Like no. it's with more solid concrete. Like you know what you can hear roof? here? My whining. No, just kidding. That was two different hears. Here, here. Yeah, here, here. You're yeah. whining. My whining. <laughs> Some other people's whining. No, you can hear the doorbell here. Yes. Ding, ding. And so you might hear that today on our podcast, and you'll yeah. just know, wow, things going on. And it might be really quiet because it's early. So, okay, here we're going. Here we're going. All right. Here we're going. What are we talking about today? We're going to talk about um, questions to ask whenever you're buying new construction. Ooh. So this is a weird topic for Woodward America. Yep. We talk a lot how we are small market real estate. Yes. Um, and so some of these, I, I still think these are very practical tips, and I think that this is valuable insight. But I realize that you won't always get to use this. Like, we don't have new construction all the time. Rare. But whenever we did have new construction pop up, I, I was pretty well seasoned agent at that point. I had no idea. Like, I had to really stop, sit back, think, and evaluate how to help my buyers the best way in purchasing these new homes. So, I mean, it's been almost 10 years now since the last couple of— 2014, um, 15. Mm -hmm. So, did you hear it? Ding, 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 ding. ding. Oh, look at that. <laughs> it's like a slot machine going off. I mean, kind of really. <laughs> All right. So anyway, um, but I thought that it might be helpful to our buyers that are listening. Um, if they're thinking, I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait till the next new house comes on the market, and then I'm going to go. The other thing that spurred on this particular topic for me was um, we've written an offer recently on, an, on a couple of new properties. And it's been interesting because every buyer evaluates inspections differently. We get that. Most of the time, like a home inspection is generally not actually required, but we always, always, always recommend it. Mm -hmm. But I've noticed with um, with newer construction, a lot of times a buyer will go, mm, I don't need a termite. It's not very old. And I kind of I kind of cringe a little because they're probably right. They probably don't. But the thing about termites is you really don't know. Like, I, they, just, yeah. I think it's important. Am I crazy? Tell me I'm crazy. Go ahead, do it. No, We're on the air. I, I It'll think, be documented. Well, you're crazy, but not about that. <laughs> <laughs> I think the, I mean, the, the answer is termites can move very quickly. So mm -hmm. um, when I was a sixth grade science teacher, we were studying. <laughs> oh, let's go back there again. 20-some years ago. So we I, we went out in the football field, the edge of the football field, and we, um, I, had term, I had termites in my house, which spurred this whole thing. So I was talking to the kids about termites. And so I went to my house the next day, got some termites out of the termite tubes that they put in my yard, the uh -huh. bait stations. I brought them to school and we put them on microscopes and smeared them and looked at the their uh, mutual relationship living because they can't actually digest food. So the poison oh. actually kills the enzyme living microbacteria in their gut. So then they can't digest the food. So they die, starve to death. That's how they kill them. Wow. Pretty cool. So <clears throat> we buried sticks in the ground to test okay. how fast termites can get different places. Uh -huh. And so we just went around the school. Um, we did like, I don't know, 7, 8, 10. I don't remember what we did. Like most of them had termites in 30 days. Really? Yeah, it's crazy. Okay. So I'm not crazy about wanting to do a termite inspection so if, if have, I have a newer construction. Right. So if you have dirt, uh, so let's say they're doing construction and they throw two by fours on the ground and bury them mm -hmm. while you're feeding the termites, which then... Right. If you have a crack in your concrete, a gap between the brick and the house, like they're supposed to pre-treat your slab, which is a five-year guarantee. Yes. I've been in a few where they forgot. Oh, my. Yes. So then what? Then. Um, so bait system? Bait system. For the rest of your life. Yes. So we sold one. 
on East Creek that they forgot to treat the slab. And they had I to put had in a base no station. Idea. So that was part of the contract. They bought the three-year contract base station thing. Okay, so if we rewind just a second, brand new construction. Brand new versus, construction. I'm talking about newer homes, and I'm sorry I kind of got off topic a little bit, but that's kind of what spurred on the whole thought process here. So first things first, probably, whenever you are looking at a new construction, that's a question you want to ask. Right. Is you want to you want to see proof of, um, do you want to see proof of building permits too? I would want to see all that to make so sure it was see... checked because I'm, I mean, I, my home is perfect example, perfect example. No permits were purchased when they built my house. Right. And it was not done correctly. And you had quite a few issues that Lots you had to problems. handle. Okay, so ask for building permits. Ask for the proof of the termite treatment. Yes. So it's, it's a pre-treatment, right? Pre-treatment. So they, they form up the concrete, ready to pour the concrete, and then they come in and drench the, the dirt under your house with a pre, not a pre-emergent, it's pre-treat, whatever. It's a barrier. I want to help you, but you know you're way out of yes, my league, I know. so I can't. It's some kind of a barrier. I just know that you want to ask for the documentation that says that they did whatever they're supposed to do yep. before they start building to help deter the termites and give you a little bit more time before you have to start really worrying about them. Right. Okay, so I did have, um, back in the day, there was um, a termite inspector that you and I both saw quite a bit. And um, I had him inspect the house that I was purchasing at that time. I think it was probably 2013, maybe 2014. And and so he was looking, looking. I said, how are we doing? He goes, I haven't seen anything. He said, that's great. But he said, back then they used the chemicals. This was like, Chlordane. this house was a 60s house. And he said, the chemical they used then um, was really good chemical. We can't sell that good chemical anymore kind of a thing. Yes. So anyway, he said, he goes, but here's the thing. He goes, you're good today. But Kendra, goes, it's not when. He said, it's not if in Woodward. It's when in Woodward. You will eventually have a termite problem somewhere. You mm -hmm. will here in Woodward. So we recognize that. So ask the questions, though, just so that you know. Okay, if they did a five-year treatment, then in five years, I probably want to go ahead and start having annual inspections or even, even be proactive and just do the bait system, right? Right. So, okay, ask for documentation to make sure that things have been done properly. Yep. Um, I, want to, I want to pause really quick because I forgot to do something. Okay. Okay, Richard and I got to do this really fun activity this week, and we hung out with TAP students at the mm -hmm. Woodward Middle School. Um, I just want to – High Plains Technology Center is just so stinking cool. Like, I love what they do. We'll talk more about them in the next session. But um, I had this student – whenever I – we talked about multimedia, and we talked about how we advertise in our business. Mm -hmm. And whenever I played just that little clip that says, hey, it's a Brian and Kendra show, it's your voice. It's not even my voice. Ah. And he goes – that's you, like his head turned, and he goes, wait, that's you? <laughs> I don't know how to take that exactly. Anyway, it was when he came back, because we did a recap real quick at the end, and it, one of the teachers said, hey, he really does listen to you guys. I'm like, what's your name? You get a shout out. So Ryland Todd, like Ryland Todd, we have like 13, that's we have 13, 13 or 14 now, not including yes. our moms. If we get to 20. <laughs> Anyway, that was way cool. Super much appreciated Rylan being excited with us and saying that he listens. Um, I love that he's catching on right now that that he can be gaining the information now to help him to be a successful homeowner in the future. How stinking That's cool. Awesome. That's a smart kid. Yep. All right. Okay, he didn't have to pay me for that. Like I really what a what a great kid. It's the five hours you spend in the kitchen mastering your famous recipe or spending quality time with your family. Other insurance companies may just see it as a house. It's not just a house, it's your home. Hi, I'm State Farm Agent Kevin Kanzler, and I see your home as the time and memories you put into them. I understand what your things really mean to you, and I'm here to help give them the protection they deserve. 
My office is located on the corner of 13th and Oklahoma in Woodward. Or call me at 580-256-2216 for your home insurance today. On Point Land Survey can take care of all your residential, commercial, and industrial survey needs. This family-owned and operated business proudly serves Northwest Oklahoma. These lifelong Northwest Oklahoma residents with over 22 years of experience are ready to serve you with the latest equipment and capable trucks to get your job done. Call On Point Land Survey today at 580-256-6757 or stop by 1918 Main Street in Woodward, Oklahoma or visit their website at onpointlandsurveyok.com. Professional. Trusted. Local. Okay, so next up. Um, so we're going to ask for information to make sure that buildings have been done properly yep. um, within the city limits and all those kinds of stuff. Um, if you're out in the country, you might want to see the DEQ information saying that the septic mm-hmm. system is installed properly, all that kind of stuff, termites, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Make sure we don't flood zone. Oh. In the country, zone. you're not protected there. Yeah. In the city limits, they won't give you a permit unless you're out of the flood zone. Okay. So little information to but all right, next up, what are the long term plans for the community? I think this is a big deal. I think but this is kind of okay, tell me more. Um like I went a totally different way. Like you went all serious and I'm all excited. So where were you going? I'm going. I don't want um them to change the plan in the middle of the plan. Mm-hmm. So I uh, like two hundred and fifty thousand dollar houses and then next door to me they build a hundred and twenty thousand dollar house with right. no garage, mm-hmm. no brick. Like, okay, wait a second. Right. Um, I also don't want them coming and building half-million-dollar houses next to me. Right. Make you look like you're a dump. It, it looks weird. Right. And so um, communities are um, – we have several communities in Woodward that have done a great job. We have. Keeping mm-hmm. the aesthetics of the property and the additions similar. You don't want to put a half-million-dollar house next to right. a manufactured home. You don't want to put a manufactured home next to a half-million-dollar house. No. It's right. going to hurt both of you. Yes. It doesn't seem like it would, but it does. So that within reason, I think I think there can be a range. Like I think you can build if they all look the same and they lay out the same. I say, look, like South Fork is a fantastic addition. Yes. For what they did for it. Like right. it's an addition where they don't want any house to look alike. Right. They have a committee that mm-hmm. – that has to approve your plans, layout, landscaping, what you're doing, and they have to sign off on it to approve that, hey, you're not going to come build a, a funky, weird house in there that's going to mess up the neighborhood, and you're not going to build one exactly like your neighbor. Right. Because we don't want we don't want a spec house addition. Right. So there's that. And then there's South uh, Shadow Creek, which builds, ding, ding, builds houses that create, they can build them more efficiently and faster because they are the same and right. it's more uniform. So they can build five floor plans and they can build four or five at a time and it's just go, 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 which then drives the price down. So it's more affordable for us. So those are the two things. So I, back to your question, long-term plans of a community. I want to make sure it is set in stone that they're not going to change halfway through and turn it into a duplex addition. And I was thinking, so I was thinking further down the road from after all of the homes are built, then what? So I think back like to Circle Drive. Yes. I mean, I would imagine that that was something like what we're talking about too. Mm -hmm. Like they probably had that plan in mind Mm -hmm. that we're going to put a park right here in the middle of of this cute little neighborhood with the tetherball and the swing set and all the fun things. And I think think that's the part that I want to be asking about in addition to what you said, because obviously valuable, huge, Mm -hmm. important information. But there's also that fun part 
of, okay, so if I relocate my family to this area, um, are, am I going to have a place for my grandkids to play or my kids to play? All that kind of stuff. It's weird to say that, mm-hmm. but I feel like I needed to because it's obvious that my kids aren't going to go play on the swing set anymore. <laughs> I mean, Although, they may play tetherball. I will challenge you to tetherball any day of the week. My daughter knows. <laughs> okay, so anyway, I, I think like we'd heard um, maybe a splash pad or some things like that that would be going into some of the different mm-hmm. um, areas. So I think those are other things I want to know about before I – Especially if you're in a big city and you get to choose, do I want this neighborhood, this neighborhood, or this neighborhood? Mm -hmm. Okay, so once all their houses are done, what's going to go here in this little fun place? Are we going to have a swimming pool that's a community swimming pool? Like, I want to know. Yes. Those are things I want to know. Yep. Okay, next up, Homeowner Association Rules and Regulations. Okay, I think we kind of panicked a little bit in Woodward whenever we started seeing homeowners associations. Did you? Kind of. I think my... Um, because we don't like to be told what to do. No, we don't. <laughs> so, we really don't. So I think it's a. Um, so the homeowners association bothers me, but it doesn't. Because, I don't mean us. I mean our buyers. Right. Right. We see the value. We see the value because I want the consistency and um of the addition. Right. Again, so this dude's not mowing his yard. You can do something about it. This guy's parking a camper in the grass on a sprinkler system in his front yard. Ah, not only right. can code do something about it, but now you have this extra sense of protection that they'll get something done on it. When I think about, have you ever been down one of those streets that like is so crowded and packed and then everybody's also parking in the street and uh, you're like, eek, I can barely get through. Um, I, I think about things like that mm-hmm. where I get that. I mean, especially, I mean, you've got all the family in for Thanksgiving. You don't, you, you can't necessarily all park in your driveway. Totally get that. But on a day-in, day-out basis, I think a lot of people want to have the structure of don't park here, do park here, um, keep this clean. I, I don't think that anybody wants a homeowner association where everybody has to paint their house pink. Yeah. No. So I get that concern. But generally, a homeowner association, homeowner association, is to really just help keep things nice the way that they are. Correct. And that, in turn, should help keep your values up. And more stable and maybe even increase as time goes on. Right. So like in Shadow Creek, it has a it has a designated park area. Right. They have not put it in yet. Yet. The homeowners association is actually what's going to control and put it in. So everybody pays their dues in. They don't have enough money to put the stuff in yet, but they're collecting dues. So then right. the but then you also get to pick what you want in there. Like, all right, I don't want I do not want a tetherball there because I don't want Kendra hanging out here all the time. <laughs> <laughs> or I don't want whatever. I don't want a fishing pond here because I don't want the mosquitoes. Or, right. Or, but I do want a, what's the tennis court things now? Pickleball oh, court. Pickleball. We want a pickleball court here. <laughs> I swear, you put a pickleball court there, you will have lots of traffic. <laughs> Come on now. So. <clears throat> all right. So homeowner associations. And I think ask what the rules and regulations yep. are. The fees and stuff get you crazy. So Ashland mm-hmm. was looking at one in Wichita. Right. And uh, the house was cheap, about 85000 This is going to be great. It's a condo type deal. So they take care of the outside of the property. She got covered parking, a gated community. They've got a security guard. And I thought, man, this is cheap, $80,000. let us go buy this thing. So we get there and we look at the house. And then we get the homeowners association, condo association document, $265 a month for the dues. 
Wow. Wow, that changes the thing a little bit. Yeah, it does. Um, now, it does cover a whole bunch of stuff, property manager, but, and then we, yeah. And then inside there's like, you couldn't, you can't Airbnb or VRBO your property. Oh, yeah. Um, you can't, you can only have, you can't give your codes to anybody. You can't, like, you can't have family staying with you more than 10 days. <laughs> like, it was very, very restrictive, which then I also felt very safe. Right. For my daughter. But I thought, right. I'm not, yeah, I can't afford the deal and the 265 a month. This is a crazy amount sure. of money. But, which then is why they sit on the market. They're, they're for very specific people. So, Homeowner Association right. will restrict who is your buyer. Absolutely. All right, next step. Do you offer, this says, this is what you're supposed to ask um, the new construction place, is if you offer any buyer or financial incentives. So again, this is different in our small market real estate mm -hmm. versus um, larger communities, big cities, that kind of stuff. Here in Woodward, that really seems to go, you go ahead and correct me, I know you will, but just making sure you know I know you will. I feel like I feel like here with our small market real estate, when a new construction pops up, um, that that incentive program depends on what else is happening in the market. I mean, if across the board buyers are getting buyers incentives, then buyers are still going to probably ask for buyers incentives, and I think that our builders have recognized that. Yep, you are right. Thank you. I didn't expect that. I'm so, but I remember back then. I mean, I remember having to negotiate out some contracts and and recognizing my buyers still needed some, not to the extent that my buyers need today, but back then my buyers still needed some closing costs, and most of my new construction contracts included some. Yep, and I think that's important. Like it is. So what about, though, um, maybe not a financial incentive, but but what about in the new construction? I want you to address, if you come in and the house isn't quite built yet, a lot of buyers think, okay, great, I can change anything I want. Go. Yes. Now we call it a custom house. Okay. And it gets really expensive. <laughs> so. But really, in our neighborhoods here, most of the most of the contractors are like, no, you don't get to choose anything you, you choose, want. You come they in, say, to, they kind of had a showroom at South Creek. Right. Shadow Creek. They come in, here's here's your options. Mm -hmm. So pick this granite, this color cabinet, this color paints, this trims, and then then everything else was the upgrade. Like, man, I want I want white appliances instead of stainless. Mm -hmm. Oh, thousand dollar upcharge. Mm -hmm. I want a storm shelter, four thousand dollar upcharge. I want, you know, whatever I want extra concrete upcharge. Like right. it was definitely an upcharge. Um, and that's where contractors generally make their profits is on the upgrades. I want this tile. I don't want any of those tiles. I want to go buy this tile. Well, they upcharge you for the change, and then they mark it up. Right. Which is why, I mean, which if you think about it, it also creates more concern and chaos for their system because now you're outside of their system, so it is going to cost more. And I feel like the more changes that you make in a situation like that, the more likely you are to be disappointed. Yes. Because that's not what they are used to. And I think that's important to remember. Mm -hmm. I mean— if you do the same thing every single day, you've nailed it. Yeah. But you make a little bit of a tweak, and you might you might not be quite as proficient in that tweak as you were in what you do every single day. Right. So, okay. So negotiating this part. So if you are watching your home be built, a spec home, how involved do you be? I'm thinking back to concrete. <clears throat> Remember, we had a situation. It was our buyer, and the other agent was in our office. And man, I was so thankful for that because the cooperation mm -hmm. between both parties was just really incredible. Um, but when they remember when they poured the sidewalk or the patio or something? Oh yeah, it was weird. Oh man, oh man. It was. It didn't make any sense. So, buyer was very, very involved. Yes. Is that typical? Not typical. How involved should the buyer be? Um, so it depends on how much. 
if I built a spec house, uh-huh. oh God, that's, I'm going to say it, but I'm probably not going to do it. I would, <laughs> I would want to say, I'll be like, call me when I can move in. Right. Because if I go over there, I'm going to want to change it mm-hmm. and make it, oh, I think if you'll move this door four inches, you know, during the framing, it'll, you know, right. I'm going to change things if I go there. Mm-hmm. And it's going to cost me a lot more money. Right. It would be better if I just stayed away and just know that I'm getting a great deal on the house because I'm not over there picking it apart. Right. Are there going to be them things I regret or want to fix or whatever? Probably. But again, I saved 10% maybe. So I think the best advice I ever heard on what you just said, you said, am I going to want to change things? Gary Whitcomb told um, an agent way back in the day, she's not with us any longer. He told her. um, Don't build your final house. Yeah. He said, just know this is not going to be the last house you build. You are always going to find something that you want different. So you may think it's your perfect dream home, but you move in, you're going to be like, ah, I should have done the outlets different. And then the next one, you're going to be like, ah, I should have put the fixtures different. I think that was brilliant. Great. Just because takes it takes a little off. pressure off. Oh man! And you may absolutely love it. it and no, well, I would have done things differently. But mm-hmm. I feel like it took the pressure off because you thought it'd be perfect and it wasn't. Right. Well, it it's don't great. Have to be. It's great. Like on my house, yeah. I'm like, ah, oh, I would not have done it that way. And I can gripe and moan about the guy that That's built fine. it because he built it that way. <laughs> <laughs> that poor guy. That poor guy. He but loved it. He did. But again, <laughs> hey, of course, he wanted to make some changes. Everybody wants to make changes. Yes. Well, this way it wasn't my fault, so I just blame it on him. Right. And then he did it, if he is listening. He did a fantastic job designing my house. I yes. think if he built 10 of them, we could sell every one of them. Right. Absolutely. I agree with you. All right. So um, do you provide home warranties? Just real quick, what's the general warranty that comes with a brand new construction? So they will give you one in writing. Mm-hmm. I did not look this up, but I, if I remember correctly, the state requires a one-year builder's contract. It might be 10 years, actually, unless I, they put it in writing. I had it in my mind. It was a one-year. I know we only saw one-year contracts. Okay, yes. So, so look what you're looking at. So if you go to a solitaire and buy a modular home, they have a one-year and they have a seven-year option. Right. But you can buy extended warranties. Um, some of the builders in Oklahoma City, when I was driving through, they had some that said 10-year warranty. I think like your, I think parts of your home have different warranties, like your air conditioner has a 10-year warranty. Mm-hmm. Sometimes a concrete slab foundation has 10-year warranties. Right. But then they guarantee their workmanship for a year. Right. So. Okay. Which is when you're going to see most of the problems anyway. Yes. the first year. Okay. Let me tell you my favorite part about new construction and small market real estate. And I think this is the most valuable insight you're going to get. When you are in a small market real estate like we are, you have the opportunity to ask your agent, hey, how many of these homes have you sold? Can you connect me with some of these homeowners? It's my favorite thing. Do you remember yep. what, that one we were talking about a minute ago? We were able to take her to the neighbor's house. That they, she could see exactly what the layout was decide where she was going to put her couch. Does this really work? Does it not work? And I think that was so valuable. And I don't think that that's as easy. Most people aren't spatial. They can't feel it. No. So it was so stinking awesome. Now, bigger city, of course, ask your builder, hey, can you connect me to some other homeowners? I want to, and then quiz them. What did you love about the builder? What did you Mm -hmm. hate about your home? Um, Have you had any kind of weird things? And, And kind of get, I mean, I hate to be like all, I don't know, whatever that channel is that like, does all the blow up the fiascos that they're seeing in town. I don't mean go out there and create a huge gossip issue. Don't create dissension. But it's a good idea to just go and ask some questions and find out and start looking for some red flags. Yes. But I love that. I mean, we can go into that neighborhood and be like, okay, we sold this one. We sold this one. We sold this one. And and help you to have a better idea of what your home is going to look like. Absolutely. So what else have you got? 
I, I think buying a new house is, is a great opportunity if you can get the, you know, our local builders are hard to find. Um, they are. Uh, they're all so busy because yeah. because the custom build is because they good because they're good and they <laughs> they're just hooked up. Yes. Um, we would love to get another spec builder in town. Oh man. Just to get some more new houses on the market at a right. affordable price. Absolutely. So that's the difference between spec and the yeah. custom stuff. So. So, yeah, well, we appreciate you guys listening. And uh, if you're out and about, stop by our new office, 2411 Williams Avenue, Suite 114 on the south end of the building. Um, we did throw up a sign so you can see it. Um, so don't hesitate to stop by. I'm Brian Cook, 580-334-2303. And I'm Kendra Brown, 580-216-0090. All right. We'll see you next time.